Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good morning to you. It is a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. You may have noticed there for a second, I forgot what day it was. Usually I say good Wednesday morning to you. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Midland. How you doing, Kelly? What's happening? What's up, man? What's going on, man? I say he's not happy. I just got out of my chair to start the show. <laughs> I had to get a water, man. We got two hours out of us. Isaiah Von Brinkle, who uh, runs this show with an iron fist from downstairs. <laughs> It was kind of funny. We played the open. I'm like, man, let me get the water. Let me get a water quick. That seems like a good time to get yeah. the water. Uh, on the show today, Paul Carr on the World Cup. By the way, we have two games that are starting right at this very moment. Um, and uh, we'll see how these go. Now, this is these are, again, group stages, the final games of the group stages. Tunisia and France. We got Tunisia and France. We got Australia and Denmark. Now, this is this is Group D. We'll do Group C later. Group D... Australia, Denmark, Tunisia, France. France is uh, the leader in the clubhouse, if you will. The tiebreakers are pretty clear here. Um, France probably going to end up winning this group. They can with a winner tie for sure. Um, I guess they could tie with Australia uh, and certainly uh, lose on a tiebreaker. But France is uh, in the driver's seat. But we could have we could have a tie for a second if if there's an Australia-Denmark draw and then Tunisia somehow beats France, then Australia and Tunisia would be in second place and we'd have to go to tiebreakers. Uh, it could happen in a different way as well if there is a uh, a draw. Between, uh, yeah, so that's that's really the scenario where there's a draw here in, in Group D. Later, Group C, Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, and Mexico, there's about three different scenarios 
where you could have draws in Group C, where those two games later, first place uh, ties, uh, I should say uh, three different series, we could have ties, first place tie, and then really second place ties. And those scenarios are too detailed to even get into, but essentially when those games go off at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, you will see the graphic on the screen while those games are going on, and the games we're referring to uh, later in the day, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland, Argentina. The, the table will show you, based on the score of those games at that moment, which are happening concurrently, what the current standings are at that very second. Mm. And Much like yesterday with the U.S. Much like yesterday, but far more complicated in, in Group C, which is coming up a little later on. We might get some goal differential uh, tiebreakers and stuff like that. Good times. Yeah, yeah I, gotta, I, gotta, I need Brazil big time, or Argentina big time later, uh, later in the day. I got an Argentina-Brazil group parlay. I need to get through. Yeah, the only I, right Argentina pulling. If Argentina, I need to win that right, basically to win the group. Think they got to win that game? Is that what you? I don't know what you have. Is that what you need? Well, I have to win the group. So I think they don't they have to win the game today to win the group. Argentina, Argentina yes. Yeah. Argentina, yes, must win to uh, win the group. I believe that's the case. But there's so many. Yes, there's so many different scenarios in that that's not even worth getting into. But yes, Argentina would have to win that to. Um, to win outright, if they tied, um, yeah, they would. Then it win goes that. into that yeah. tiebreaker chaos. Well, if, yes. If, if it, you wanted to get in on these games right now, they're just getting going. But most of these books you can get in live over at BetMGM. France minus one seventy, even uh, one seventy five. Tunisia plus four fifty, two sixty on plus two sixty on the draw. Denmark minus two fifty. Australia plus six twenty five, three plus three forty on the draw. I'm not involved in Tunisia, France. I am in Australia, Denmark. I have uh, under two and a half in this game. I also have the first half draw and the full game draw at uh, plus money. Um, the only we got Senegal through Paul Carr, who will join us a little later, talk World Cup with us as well. Uh, Drew Dinsick will join us, as I mentioned uh, on the show. Will Hill, Mike Pritchard to talk NFL with us. Sia Najad, NFL and PGA, a little golf talk a little later on the show. Um, but one of the things he got Senegal through qualified from his uh, pre-flop picks. Yeah, that was one of his. So we rode that. We got through on that. The other is not looking quite as good. I did go rogue on just sort of a finals matchup. Where I did Brazil versus Spain at fourteen to one preflop, fourteen twenty five. So we'll like see. It. That's the only thing I'm sort of hoping for because Memphis doesn't look like he's getting a golden boot. That was the uh, the golden boot flyer. By the way, a little college basketball note: Have you watched Virginia play college basketball yet this year? Nope, not a single minute. So Parlay and I went to the uh, Virginia Baylor tournament that was a uh, Virginia Baylor game that was in that tournament out here, like the Continental Tire something or other. Yeah. I don't know if that's a sponsor or not. But uh, Virginia looked great in that game. And then last night, Virginia taking on Michigan and DeMatha High School's Hunter Dickinson, where they had a real size disadvantage down in the post, especially when they got into foul trouble. They figured out a way to win that as well. I think there is a Virginia to win it all bet in my future today. Okay. And you can get them really as high as 30 to 1, I think, still. So I think them and Creighton are the two college basketball teams that I uh, may have some... uh, some skin in the game in to win the title anyway. Pepperdine, of course, just being my sort of side hustle as sort of an underrated team. But those are the two, Creighton and Virginia. Virginia looking awfully good uh, under Tony Bennett, who I think is one of the best coaches in the country, if not the finest coach in college basketball. Oh, he's definitely up there. You got, I'm seeing 20 to 1, Virginia 16 to 1. So yeah, shop around. Shop around on all that stuff. 
By the way, with Drew Dinsick, we're going to, because Kelly and I off air here, we're also having a discussion about, we were talking a little bit yesterday about how the, uh, the soccer punditry is so shallow, it seems like, on Fox when they get in those groups and they don't really offer much. And I uh, want to talk about a little bit about sports betting media because we were hearing some of our buddies were uh, moving on from certain posts to other jobs. So Drew Dinsick has some thoughts on that, which we'll get to uh, momentarily, which some folks may find fascinating. At least we do. Drew and I can sort of deep dive on this stuff. Um, college football, the fifth of the six, fifth of the six iterations of the college football rankings. Remember, the, the only one that matters is the last one, and that is on Sunday morning before the NFL action. But the fifth of the six took place last night. No surprise whatsoever in terms of one, two, three, and four, uh, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. The only sort of interest might have been at who's going to be five, who's going to be six, but that kind of played out the way it was supposed to also. Ohio State, one loss Ohio State, though they got smashed at home by Michigan on uh, Saturday. They're number five, and then two loss Alabama at number six. That's how it ought to be. And so the more and more you hear people in the mainstream media, the more you are, you, are, you are hearing that the consensus now really is the opinion that is if TCU loses, not by 40 points, right, but if they lose a tight or tight-ish game, that they still ought to make it through, which we've been saying on this show for the better part of a month now that that ought to be the case. And the real Reese Davis put it very well last night when he said TCU should be afforded the same logic as Georgia and Michigan should be. Sure. You lose, that's only your first loss. You should it's still your be your first honest. loss. And I, well, and I would argue that TCU's resume is better than those two schools' resumes. So, I mean, to me, it's it's almost it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, it was interesting because uh, we do have some you know theories that people throw out. Uh, gentleman on Twitter yesterday, Vegas Chump, was putting out this one, and he admits he's not like a huge college football guy, but he was like, "What about the fact that they had Ohio State?" in front of TCU when they were both undefeated. And now if TCU were to lose this weekend to Kansas State, the Big 12 championship, and they're less than a field goal favorite, why wouldn't the committee revert to, oh, well, now they both have one loss, so Ohio State should go back ahead of TCU? I mean, it's absolutely an argument they could use very conveniently to put Ohio they State could, above them. Right, but it's... it's <laughs> And, 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 you know, my response to that is, you're right, they could, and this is why I keep asking the question of everybody, whether it's Felica, whether it's Futek, whomever, are you sure they're not going to leapfrog Ohio State over? I'm, I'm team TCU because, to me, they shouldn't have been ahead of TCU, honestly, in the first place. Yeah. But, I mean, people, that makes people's heads explode. People are so brainwashed by the college football brand hierarchy that that brainwashes them. But, I listen, the difference being that now Ohio State's gotten crushed at home by Michigan – and if TCU loses a close one, they shouldn't revert to anything. I'll tell you, it's ta- it's taken me because because you've been you've been fired up about this for a few weeks now. Fired up. It's, it's taken me until about this week to be as fired up as you. Now now I'm a little pissed off about it. Like I, I'm I'm with you. Well, because here's they're the- in a Power Five conference, man. Like it's like it's like we're all treating them like they're like they're old TCU and they're not in a Power Five conference. Like what what are we talking about here? Well, and, and because if it were Oklahoma and Texas, they would yes. be treated like they're in a power five. But because it's TCU, everyone – like Pete Futak yesterday, I completely reject what he said. Oh, they haven't beaten anybody. They've beaten – they have beaten six teams that would have been above 500, you know, if they hadn't had the TCU result. All of them are 500 or better. The worst team of your conference is Iowa State. If that were Oklahoma and Texas with that resume, oh, my God. And like I said, it doesn't matter. Home, away, high scoring, low scoring. 
Every one of those games was huge at the time, and now we want to dismiss what they overcame on that particular I, week. I still think one of, the, one of the dumbest things about college football that I, I still I don't think gets brought up enough is the is the if you lose lose early or lose late, right? So I, to me, to me, it's more to me more. You could argue the you know does Ohio State deserve to be there above USC? Right, because Ohio State just lost. Maybe you know, maybe that's the case. I I don't know. I I just hate how much that factors into these rankings. Always see how it goes. See how it goes. Prepare the outrage. Prepare, Prepare the, out- the outrage. Uh, last night NBA, Luca forty one point triple double. Just that a, was a heck of a game. That was the maybe the best game of the regular season. So Steph far. didn't travel though. I just want to point that out. The oh my game. god, what a joke! That, it was. It he was, didn't travel. Okay. It's an iffy call. My immediate reaction, though, Gil, because I think this all the time watching regular season NBA as much as I do, I go, no way they call that in the playoffs. No way. I want to see that ref call that in the playoffs in this situation. And as Steve Kerr pointed out afterwards, if you call that, you got to call it all the time. Sure. Uh, Some news. Bills defense Ben Von Miller won't play on Thursday night against the Patriots. He could play the following Sunday against the Jets. Quote, I didn't tear my ACL. That was a huge part of it. But I do have some lateral meniscus damage, and it's going to have to be addressed. But I do feel like I can play through that, so I'm going to wait a little, let the swelling go down for a bit. And, well, about seven to ten days, and hopefully right before the Jets game, I'll be back. That's from Von Miller of the Buffalo Bills. And then this little note right here that you included, Kelly. Matt Ryan will remain the Colts' starting quarterback. Enjoy that, Colts fans. Colts Packers. Those are rip up those tickets already. We'll come back. Drew Dinsick on the NBA and the NFL, what he's bet this week, and a little thought on uh, sports betting in the media from Drew as well. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. With your state-issued ID to open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522. 24700. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It is a numbers game at Vicent, the Sports Betting Network. Of course, we buried the headline from yesterday, Kelly. 1-0 USA. Christian Pulisic putting the biscuit in the basket for the win. The decider for uh, the United States. Pulisic, what is, what is the official diagnosis now, the injury? Abdominal injury. Was not they're not going with the pelvic contusion which yeah, they went no, with earlier. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, I'm not even going. I don't know exactly where that man got hit. All I know is he put his body on the line, and that was a massive collision. A sprint to the goal, took the header, knocked it in. As I saw from some some tweets, maybe his future children on the line. Yeah. He put on the line, but uh, we that's don't really know. What, it was a I, heavy collision. That's what I read for pelvic contusion. <laughs> Took over the country is what he did. And the United States advances to the round of 16. They'll take on the Netherlands on Saturday morning. Paul Carr will uh, be by later to uh, talk to us about that. In the meantime, I'm not sure if he's betting any World Cup or not. From both the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast from NBC Sports at Whale underscore Capper, it's Drew Dinsick, everybody. How you doing, Drew? I'm well, man. Uh, who's not betting the World Cup? This is unbelievable. The uh, the last week and a half has been wild. Uh, you know, the it, yesterday where the World Cup ends. You know, first of all, yesterday where the matches were compressed and they were two at a time. Yes. Uh, and then the World Cup ends and there was no football. It was like, what am I supposed to do with uh, the rest of my day? Uh, because like the previous eight days, it was just like World Cup, World Cup, World Cup, football, 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 football. Like, I mean, that was uh, one heck of a sort of an, an a stretch there for anyone who really appreciates gambling on both uh, NFL and, and soccer. I did for so for the first two games, and I actually bled this into yesterday, and I'm kind of doing it today too, but I have just been blanket drawing. Not blanket drawing, because like if a Costa Rica's involved or a Cotter's involved, I don't, I don't bet the draw. But really like first half full game, brain dead soccer betting, and that has served me spectacularly well. <laughs> Until yesterday. Until yesterday. Yesterday it did not. So I, I do think that game three of the group stage, you kind of have have to ratchet that back a bit. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, game three is super different than one and two. Yeah. Uh, in fact, all, all three stages have sort of a unique characteristic to them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because every four years you remember this as you go through it. Uh, and even now, if you write it down, then you can throw it away in four years cause they're completely changing the format. Uh, but, uh, this is, you know, the, the, the second round of games, you, you know, you've kind of gotten the kinks out. Some of the teams, you know, need a result. Some teams, you know, are trying to defend their position in the standings. And then in the third, you know, third round of games, it's, it's very much just very clear. You, you know, you must get to the knockout round to do that. This is what you, you have to do. And yeah. so that, that t- tends to drive tactics that tends to drive lineups. Uh, and you know, from that, the rest of the, uh, you know, the market has to price that in on the fly because, you know, a lot of times like, you know, fr- the France match is a good example. We didn't know who their lineup was going to be until, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes before this uh, match started and that completely flipped the pricing. So, um, no, it's, it's been a super fun world cup so far. Um, most of my skin in this game is in the, you know, in, in the bet, the process, Calcutta, um, I ran, I'm going to, looks like I'm going to break even instead of hit the absolute cash on them. Uh, cause the, uh, the Costa Rica seven world oh, seven goal. We were fiasco thinking about you. We were talking about you Wednesday. on the show, oh, man. Good Lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, I got on a plane to Hawaii as that game was going on and it was five, nothing. And it was getting close to like 90 minutes. And I was like, I think I'm going to make it. And then I landed in Hawaii. And of course it was seven, nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't, didn't, didn't almost, almost made it. Um, but the, um, uh, but I, I, it looks like I could scoop a couple of the junk pots with Iran potentially and break even on them. A Co- uh, couple things just to clarify for people. Yeah. Uh, what, what Drew is referring to is Mbappe, not pl- not uh, starting for France, not playing. He was uh, dropped to the bench. Uh, after being pictured with the ankle bandage in training. So Mbappe not playing for France here currently. Um, and then what he was referring to with the Calcutta, the Bet the Process, Bet the Process is Rufus and Jeff's podcast. We were talking a couple of weeks ago, I think it was last week, uh, which we talked about then even when you weren't here, when you were on your plane to Hawaii, which was you had a side pot uh, team to give up the most goals in a game. You had Iran, I believe it was, who gave up six. And yeah. you were like, oh, what could possibly beat me? And then, <laughs> and then someone, seven from Costa Rica. Seven Costa Rica um, gave up a touchdown. So yeah, but yeah. I could, I could. Uh, right now, I'm looking at splitting a, a side pot on team to score the most goals, but not advance. Iran has four. Oh, wow. uh, so if anyone, if anyone scores five goals and does not advance, Ghana is probably the most likely one to hurt me there. Um, but then I have a bunch of other side pots too. So I, I I'm cheering for Senegal. I'm, I'm team, uh, mighty lions of Taranga. I think we can beat uh, England in the knockout rounds. Uh, England looks, uh, looks ripe for an upset. Um, and then, uh, I'm also have Poland going today against uh, Argentina would love a result from Poland there. Uh, I got my eye also on the Poland keeper for golden gloves. He's been unbelievable uh, so far this tournament. If he takes them into the knockout rounds and has, uh, you know, has a couple of surprise wins where, you know, a couple more clean sheets, um, he's going to be in the mix for golden gloves, which is exciting. Uh, And then um, I think that basically uh, Senegal, Iran, Poland, and oh, and I have South Korea. South Korea is dead, dead, dead money in the pool for me. So going to need some uh, pretty exotic results here uh, to, to finish in the green um, right now, cheering for Denmark to knock out Australia. That would take Australia out of the mix for lowest FIFA ranking to advance, which would, you know, potentially then flip it to Poland. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, later on uh, just need, uh, just need Poland to get me a result. Okay. But nothing specifically on those games. You're just riding out your previous bets. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. The Calcutta is very high stakes. I, I understand. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I understand. I, yeah, once, I, once you have I that going on. Yeah. 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 Can't, uh, can't, 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 
in good conscience, add to my uh, to my risk portfolio there. How about the NBA tonight? <laughs> Anything in the NBA? Uh, there's a couple things. I got Bucks in hand. I got Raptors in hand. Uh, those are my two favorite looks. But uh, just again, forewarning: like uh, two months into the season now, October was a losing month by a little. November was a losing losing month by a little. So I still have yet to find any kind of form in the NBA. Um, and I think. I guess I look at the standings and you look at sort of the, the sort of the temperature of the NBA overall, like it does feel like very much extended preseason for everything we've gotten so far, other than the Celtics who are playing, you know, Celtics and Bucks who are playing like, you know, every game matters. Everybody else in the NBA feels like, uh, you know, they're just trying to load manage through this first third of the season. So again, just to, uh, just to repeat though, Raptors given a point right now against the Pelicans like and it. then uh, the Bucks giving six against the Knicks. Those are the two teams you're on uh, tonight. NFL week number 13. What do you like? Ooh, God, great week, finally. It's been a while since we had a bunch of games that had, like, enormous leverage. Uh, and we get a couple of fun ones here because, and you know, for me, you know, people will probably point Cincinnati, you know, Kansas City as sort of the rematch of the AFC Championship game is the game of the week. But it, for me, is definitely Miami, San Francisco. Yeah, me too. Uh, love, 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 love this matchup. So, you know, there is a very clear this sort of division among the, you know, the sharper football minds, at least the people that I talk to about how good the Dolphins are. Um, the last four games, they've put up 30 points, but it's been against the likes of the Lions, the Bears, the Texans, and the Browns. We were just absolutely miserable defenses. Um, and so exactly how good are the Dolphins offensively is a huge question still. Uh, you know, the advanced numbers would tell you that this is an elite offense. Uh, I think what their number two DVOA offense right now, incredible EPA per play offensively. And, um, um, you know, I want to kind of give the lion's share of that to Mike McDaniel. I think his scheme is absolutely godlike. It is unbelievably cool to see him come in on year one uh, and have so many answers to the current, um, you know, state of NFL defenses. Uh, and, you know, when you have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill on the field healthy, that obviously, you know, helps you. Um, Tua making a leap obviously helps as well. But uh, I still would really, really like to see them up against an elite defense, which we're finally going to see in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco's defense is getting healthier. Uh, and has a defensive line that I think can make a, a very, very long day for, for Tua. Um, Teron Armstead not expected to go here. That offensive line has pass protection issues on a good day. Um, and so this is potentially going to be the distinguishing factor in the game as far as I can see it. Um, the uh, the offense on the other side of the ball for uh, San Francisco is very, very beaten up. Garoppolo, of course, took a shot to the knee late in that game against the Saints. I think his you know ability to operate uh, at hundred percent is going to be in question. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, dolphins defense may be a hair underrated. So, uh, for me, this is a, an underlook. I think this is going to be a very competitive game decided by field goals. And, uh, my fare is about 44 and a half. So I think still a little meat on the bone to the under 46 in that one. So you went under, I, you, you, you faked me out. Cause I thought you were headed towards a, <laughs> I thought you were headed towards a whole Niners dissertation as to why you thought they would cover based on the dolphins, not having played that kind of competition. I, I do want to ask you about that because that, that is an interesting thing because because most of the, the way the human brain works, right? Okay, so Dolphins sure. haven't played uh, defense like this, at least not recently, right, this last stretch. So therefore, they must be overwhelmed, you know, ergo they must be overwhelmed this coming weekend. And so you sort of caution people from, from immediately drawing that conclusion. And I guess the way I would want to phrase it to you is if the Dolphins do overcome and beat this Niners team, Will mm-hmm. that catapult them for you once and for all? 
Uh, maybe. <laughs> so, not exactly. I, I, I still have a lot of questions. They haven't had to use any of the good plays. So, even if they've got them all in their pocket and they look amazing because they're using a bunch of the, uh, uh, you know, the stuff that they only got to pull out one time, then, uh, you know, it, it still may not be sustainable. Okay. All right. More with your Dinsick on the other side. More NFL. Uh, and some thoughts about the uh, sports betting media landscape. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. 30 United States dollars of credit. VEASAN store, a great place to shop for, for uh, VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, though, it's extended. That is the Cyber Monday deal is, but it won't last long. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Nil, 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 nil. Tunisia, France, and Australia and Denmark. Group D. Game threes of the group stage. Um, a lot to be determined here by these results as to who gets through. But uh, right now, nil, nil in both. Uh, that was a. You like the Chris Andrews, Mike White story the other day, uh, Kelly? Mike well, Goida. That was one of the greatest stories. I've, uh, uh, one of the greatest uh, stories I've ever heard from a bookmaker, and there's a lot of good stories from from odds makers. Bro, have you read Then One Day, or have you listened to the old Beating the Book Story Times? Like that. Was, uh, the reason I bring it up is the nil, because there was a there was a what does nil mean story as well, which is phenomenal. Oh really? Oh yeah, <laughs> phenomenal story. Mike White. Uh, and uh, big big shout out to Tim Lawson. Uh, who's the host of the Better Life podcast, who tweets out those old story times from the Beating of the Book podcast from Chrissy Andrews, which brings us back to Drew Dinsick. This all segues nicely back in. Drew Dinsick, who is the, uh, the host of both the Deep Dive and the NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast, who was on Tim Lawson's podcast at some point this summer. And you and I have never talked about this, but something earlier Kelly and I were talking about off air because one of our buddies is moving from one job to another. And so we got to talking, and I was like, oh, Drew's coming on. I remember when he was on Tim's podcast, they had such a great discussion. And you specifically, uh, Tim Tim is great at what he does. We all love Tim. And he got, I don't know if he got this out of you, and you were you felt comfortable because it was, you were super honest about, you. I, I mentioned when you're on, okay, it's Whale underscore Capper, it's the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with Andy Molitor, but then it's NBC Sports Bet the Edge. And you got into a discussion specifically about, the in you know now the the sort of uh, major networks trying to incorporate sports betting into their fare, if you will, F A R E, and you were honest because you were saying, hey, listen, I think they're still trying to figure out what they're doing, and then after the comma, which I thought was super honest, was you're like, and you know, to be honest. I don't even know if they've decided if we're the ones, meaning the betting community guys, <laughs> are the ones to actually do it in the end. You were like, maybe they'd rather yeah. just have Chris Sims do it. You, I, I don't know if you brought him him up specifically. Yeah. Maybe you did. Do you still feel that way? I do. Um, 
And I think some of the context I think is a little bit important here. So uh, Bet the Edge and, you know, just in general, NBC Sports Edge, which is, I I think, no longer a thing. Uh, It's been folded now under just the NBC Sports umbrella. Um, You know, that was a pivot off of Roto World. And they had an existing customer base of of fantasy players um, and, you know, hardcore fantasy players. Uh, And I think they weren't alone in kind of looking at legalized sports betting and thinking, oh, my gosh, this is uh, an existential threat. <laughs> this could take all our players, right? Like, you know, if pe- people, you know, what, what fun, I, I know this from personal experience. What fun is fantasy football? If you're, if you have a bet on a game, like yeah. I don't, I don't care, you know, Monday night football, like, you know, who cares about the results in terms of stats for a weekly matchup that may pay you, you know, hundred bucks at the end of the season. If you have actual skin in that game, like it's, it's a totally different experience and it kind of, you kind of grow out of fantasy football. If you have that risk appetite, I guess. Um, and I think they probably really, you know, they identified correctly, like, Hey, um, you know, this is an existential threat. We could lose these players. They could go out and try to find betting content uh, and leave fantasy content behind. Uh, and I think it was a shrewd decision at the time to uh, try to provide a betting opportunity, you know, some betting content in the mix of uh, stuff they offered uh, in order to try to either kind of be along the ride as players pivot from fantasy to betting or to just scoop new earballs, eyeballs of people who wanted betting content. Um, and, you know, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And the pandemic was a huge part. Part of that because they were willing to, you know, launch a show where, you know, under the NBC umbrella, where I was allowed to do it from the comfort comfort of my my office here. I didn't have to go into like you know a studio in, uh, you know, downtown LA or you know Century City or something. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Like this is doable from my you know my home office. And you know, let's give this a try. Um, and you know, they you know the results were pretty mixed. I think that the, in general, the audience of fantasy players still really cares a lot about fantasy. I don't know they that sure there do. have been a lot of. I don't think there's been a ton of conversion yeah. of people who kind of mostly care about fantasy football moving to caring about sports betting. Um, so, you know, I think in general it was, uh, you know, that the, the existing properties that they have that cover fantasy still, you know, survive and thrive. Uh, and the betting stuff is this still just trying to figure it out. Um, and I definitely, when I took the job, part of my thinking was, wow, if I could get my foot in the door there, they cover the French open, they yeah. do the Olympics. Dude, are you kidding Sunday, me? Yeah. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday night football. That's the most watched show in America. Like, you know, if, if betting sports betting really does blow up, like it would be unbelievably cool to have my foot in the door there as sort of the betting analyst. Um, and you know, after a, a full year of doing it, like they gave us incredible support. They sent us to the Super Bowl for crying out loud. We were on, you know, radio row there with a, just a beautiful stage and uh, sent me to the Kentucky Derby. So it, you know, it's been a dream absolutely working for them uh, and you know, covering sports from a betting standpoint. But I get the sense now that, uh, you know, just p- the people that will drive the needle, um, they're the Pat McAfee's of the world, right? They're the existing kind of media entities that can talk about sports betting comfortably. Uh, and I think all of those people are online ahead of me to actually kind of get the key gigs to, you know, to, to do this stuff stuff. And so, yeah. you know, that's sort of the way I see things now. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, you know, things change obviously. And no, you know, I, I, pre- I definitely, yeah. I think I speak for everybody. I appreciate the honesty on it. I think it's a fascinating subject for, for those who are into sports betting. And, you know, again, shout out to Tim Lawson and the Better uh, Better Life podcast, which had you on initially to talk about this in the summertime. Everybody should listen to it um, because the I remember the, the, the big line that stuck with me, and I want to get to more of your football picks here if you have any, but the big line that stuck with me not only 
not only were you super honest about like, I don't even know if it's us in the end that they want doing this. They want the bigger names in the end to do it. But you also said that you don't think they necessarily care enough to find out who might know the subject better. Like in the end, that doesn't matter to them as much. I'm paraphrasing. I hope I'm not mischaracterizing. No, I think, and I think that is fair because it's, you know, the, 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 the two kind of key things that matter the most in, in all of this broadcasting stuff. And I'm saying this, like, I know I, I don't, I really, I really don't have a sense of who the audience ultimately will be. Um, this is still all of this, the, the content you're creating, like you've been doing this for a long time. You have professional chops doing this. I should be asking you questions about what you no, think. No, no, I just thought you were, um, but, was, ah, what do but, I care? What do what, 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 people don't want to know why I think they want to know what you think. No, but the, 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 you know, the, the, uh, the audience is, is just right now still learning about betting, right. And yeah. the stuff that is growing the fastest and resonating the most tends to be like the, you know, the viral, the, you know, the, the, the guy in our industry who's grown the fastest is known as sort of like the biggest mush on, on, you know, across all social media platforms. Like that's not an accident. <laughs> like people, people yeah. like to, to kind of zero in on the losers and the, and the negative. And, you know, there's probably like a 10 to one, uh, just human reaction, uh, you know, between the positive interaction versus negative. Like, you know, I think I, I, you know, I, I have four winning weeks in a row in NFL. People get maybe get like a couple of you know, attaboys and then one bad week oh, and everybody's true. like, thanks for nothing. Drew. Yeah, thanks for nothing. You know, from a hundred people. It's like, okay. Drew, I, I it's amazing. It. Like, <laughs> we we it's, literally scroll yeah, down all the bets that we've yeah. hit on this show this year that I've hit on this show. And sure. it's amazing. If, if, if one, if somebody wants to hate you, They'll spit it. Com- <laughs> oh, he's terrible. Oh, really? Sure. I, I sure. compare your year to mine. Here's the rest. You know, it's incredible. <laughs> anyway, we yeah, have to. We have. I, we have know, two minutes. We we because we well, want. Uh, yeah. Let's this. Let's continue. Let's agree to continue this discussion on air. I got one more quick point that please, I was getting please, to. Please go um, ahead. So the, about the, you know, the, we get very little feedback about what people want. We're, I think we're kind of trying to guess, right? And, and, you know, for the most part, the metrics that they use to, is this a successful endeavor one way or the other is, is all just attention based. Like how many clicks, how many views, you know, all that stuff is, is driving most of the, you know, decision-making on this. And, you know, because the audience is immature, uh, you know, the, the likes of the Pat McAfee's of the world who have a foothold and have a, a built-in audience are, you know, they're the more most valuable properties. Right. And I, you know, I think it continuing to trend in that direction, at least for the time being is, is what I would guess. Um, but I do think there is a long arc here where people grow, either grow, either, either crash out of the space entirely. Cause they're like, this is no fun losing, or, you know, they, they do double down and, and find the smarter content, the stuff that people are, you know, the stuff that actually helps them become better players. Drew, we can only hope. We can only hope. Um, that, I, I hope that wasn't too nerdy, too deep dive for some no, people, but, no. but we could talk about this for hours. It's fascinating yeah. subject. Real quick, 30 seconds. Besides the under in the Dolphins, Niners, what do you got? Uh, I played the under in the other big high-profile game, too. Uh, my fair in KC since he was 51, so I think still a little bit of meat on the bone on 52.5 to the under. And then besides that, it is just a teaser spectacular week for me. I have... Long teasers up to my eyeballs all the way across the board here. There's still four, maybe five, that are in the Wong zone, but uh, this is going to be just a beauty of a teaser week. A Wong teaser fest from young Drew. Drew, thank Mm -hmm. you, man. (laughs) Always appreciate it. Best of luck. Drew Dinsick, everybody, at whale underscore capper. Paul Carr, his thoughts on yesterday in the World Cup and today. 
and on Saturday as well. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log into your account, 
or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your prop bet's outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Speaking of hockey, by the way, Kelly, I know you're all about the hockey. Yeah. Boston Bruins extending their uh, home win streak to start the season to 13 games, I believe it is now, which is just unbelievable to start the season. They've won 20 in a row at home overall, extending back to last season. The record is 24. So whenever we had Jake Hahn and Andy wow. McNeil on, we're like, is th- this is really an interesting beginning to a hockey season where the good teams are just spectacularly good. Talking about them, uh, the Devils, the, the, the Knights. Then we had Alex Ovechkin last night. Two more goals for Ovechkin. I saw that one. He already set the record for most goals with one franchise. He did that sometime, or I think it was a couple, earlier this month, actually, earlier in November. Last night, he set the record for the most away goals ever, and he is now eight shy of Gordie Howe for second-place all-time goals. He's got 793. Gordie Howe has 801. Wayne Gretzky still the mark to get to just shy of 900 goals. The great eight. It's crazy. Yeah, I saw, I saw the away goals he passed last night. Yeah. It's just... Anytime you're passing someone like Wayne Gretzky on a, uh, on a records list, it's, it's pretty impressive. The amazing thing about Ovechkin... And Golden Knights fans saw this, you know, loud and clear in the Stanley Cup Finals some years ago now. He just has his office. He sits there on the, on the left side, right, and just they, they lose track of him or whatever it is, and he just slaps him in. It's incredible. Th- these records are insane. I mean, like the, the Devils, 19-4. and four. <laughs> to start this season. Oh, it's incredible. It's <laughs> incredible. 19-3. It's an incredible start to a hockey season. Like we were saying with Jake uh, and Andy, it, it's – Again, and I've done the, I did the research for like best 20 game starts to a hockey season. You've had better starts by, by certain teams in history, but not three teams right. in one year or two in one year. So it's interesting because we talk about the haves and the have nots and the chasm between those widening in other sports, baseball and football. How about the Kraken? Yeah, the Kraken with 14 a 14 no- and 5. Well, the Kraken won last night 9 to 8. I saw that one. <laughs> Matt Brown would have lost his mind. <laughs> the over got home. Yeah. Just in case you're wondering at all. He has a lifelong grudge against the uh, Kraken. By the way, six goals scored in the first period of that game. Speaking of the over getting home. By the way, that subject that we were just talking about with Drew, I could do 10 hours on that subject. Yeah, me too. It's fascinating. Uh, uh, we got just uh, we get text. Chris Valika chiming in. Uh, he, he, he put it like this. He was like, fantasy players looking for another way to enjoy the game while watching. Sports bettors trying to make money on the game. And he still thinks it comes down to the connotation of gambling for, for many. And, and I agree with what Drew was saying. Like, I would have expected more fantasy players to convert, but no. I, the people that I know who love fantasy still just love fantasy in yeah. a way. It's just amazing. Will, uh, Will Hill chiming in as well, um, saying that was awesome. There's just a, I mean, there's yeah. a massive difference, too, between daily fantasy players and regular fantasy players, too. I think yep. daily fantasy, there's much more of a crossover to the sports betting space than what you're talking about season-long fantasy-wise, like Drew was talking about. Yeah. Let's bring in Paul Carr, everybody, kind enough to join us multiple times a week during the World Cup. He's from the Expected Value Podcast, which he hosts. And, of course, 
uh, True Media Networks, formerly at ESPN. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. And I just listened to your conversation. It's been interesting because sports betting became legal in Kansas right at the start of the football season. So like my buddies and I who have had a fantasy league for 20 years and have dabbled in DFS because that's been around here for a year or two. It's our focus has shifted almost entirely to the betting front mm. for this year. And we still do some of those other things. And again, this Interesting. is a small sample of half a dozen guys, but at least here for us, that's what's kind of taken over for better or worse. Interesting because my two biggest fantasy friends, it doesn't matter how many times I try to say something betting wise, mm-hmm. they will still every week. And these guys are like accomplished in their own fields in life. Like it's, you know, like people would die laughing if they knew all they care about is who should I play for my uh, tight end this week? Should I play? Yeah. That's all they care about. It's all they yeah. care about still. That's just one yeah. tentacle to it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's it's a whole, whole wide conversation. All right. Uh, let's start with yesterday. How about yeah. the United States Oof. of America? Um, I guess the real question to, to is, is moving forward on Saturday. Yeah. We got a shot here against the Netherlands. By the way, plus 180 to advance past the Netherlands, plus 750 yep. to reach the semis, yeah. uh, 90 to 1 to win it all, 40 to 1 to lose in the World Cup final. We just, <laughs> we just had to throw those out there, Paul, but let's start one at a time. You think there's a shot here on Saturday? I do think there's a shot. I mean, first of all, this is kind of a free roll to me from a – U.S. perspective, more as a fan, just because getting out of the group is like what you have to do. That's that's your expectation. Once you've done that, you're an underdog. You know, it's it's almost like a I don't know a mid major getting into the Sweet 16 and you're running into a blue blood. Just like all right, it's, if, you know, if we can pull something out, be great. If not, we had a good run. Um, but yeah, Netherlands is you know if you have to play one of these seeded teams, you know, there's a a one seed basically in each group. Netherlands is probably the one you want because they don't have the you know they're like the i think it's like the eighth betting favorite before the tournament they're not in that top tier with france and brazil and argentina and they're a little behind your england spain germany types so and they haven't looked that good you know only they have five goals in three games and they've only given up one but the underlying numbers suggest that they're been fairly lucky on both sides about two and a half goals expected goals and two and a half expected goals conceded so they're not clicking yet and that's obviously a good thing. They don't look like they can blow you out of the water the way some of those other top seeds have the potential to do. So, yeah, I'm not saying the U.S. is going to win this or going to advance. But, if again, if you're picking a one seed, so to speak, to play in the round of 16, the Dutch are probably it. The Dutch. Remember that line from Austin Powers from Michael Caine? <laughs> and, the <Dutch. laughs> and the Dutch. And the Dutch. And the Dutch. I thought Taylor Twelman had a, a good point on that this morning. I was watching him, and he was t- he was talking about how this Netherlands team is. And Paul, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but he's talking about how the Netherlands Netherlands team is you know kind of like a blue blood in college basketball. They they're there. They're always they're always going to be there. They're a prof- very professional team. There's just nothing that really stands out about them that he's seen so far in the World Cup that he thinks makes yeah. them susceptible to yes, the USA possibly getting past them yeah no that's true they have and they have two three four you know world-class type of players that could start for about any team uh and 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 a bunch of you know good to solid players like you would expect from one of these top teams uh memphis depay is their top forward he's been injured uh he's kind of been easing his way into the tournament his first star was the third group game and he played 60 some odd minutes uh if he's back and healthy that makes the dutch a lot more dangerous but but yeah they don't have the ceiling that france has for example where if france is on on its day and everyone's there like they're going to beat anybody in the world the dutch aren't quite that good so and they haven't looked great against uh senegal ecuador qatar 
there's some good teams in there, but no world beaters there either. So yeah, it's a, it's as good a matchup as you can really hope for in the knockout stage. Yeah, my uh, Memphis Depay twenty-four to one to win the Golden yeah, Boot that's is not just, there. just sitting there in the account, not looking very yeah. good. He had chances in the last game against he Qatar. Did. He had two or three great shots, and uh, obviously didn't get there. So yeah, you know, we're hoping he doesn't roll up three on the U.S. or something. But <laughs> there's still a, it's still a long shot, but it's a very long shot now. By the way, nil-nil Tunisia France. Australia, Denmark, both at the half. So hit the uh, first half draw there at plus right. 129. The under looks good as well. So good start here to uh, to these bets. That's for sure. Plus 130. Yeah, plus 120. Plus one, oh, no, plus 131. Yes, on that. Um, so we'll see if we can hit the uh, full game draw. We'll see if the under hits. What about, again, for those who missed it yesterday, there's two more games coming up in a very complicated Group C <laughs> where all kinds of tiebreakers can come in, not just goal differential, but even bookings. Um, yeah. What do you have, again, this afternoon? Not this afternoon, play, but in about three hours. Yeah, my play, I have the under 2.5 on Saudi Arabia, Mexico, plus 105, I think I got it at, and I think I still saw some plus money prices out there this morning. Uh, I, it's a good price, and I think the logic is, you know, Mexico has to win to advance, and they may have to win by two, three, four goals, depending on how the other game goes. So I think that's why you can get a decent price, but I don't think Mexico can do that. They've shown no ability to score so far in this tournament. They've been pretty good defensively, locked up Argentina really well despite the 2-0 loss. So I have under two and a half. I just I don't think Mexico has it, the ability to put goals up and I don't think Saudi Arabia will be all that interested in doing it themselves. All right, and then pulling Argentina, you're staying away from it? Yeah, I mean, Argentina's a big favorite here. I, I've kind of been fading Poland the whole tournament with mixed success, but yeah, I don't have a play on this one. Good Lord. The, the scenarios, again, Poland with four points. That's great. Argentina and Saudi Arabia both with three. Mexico still alive at one. Mexico has not scored a goal through two games. Yep. So they, they need to... Uh, they should do something about that. Erase that. Actually, sh- actually, they should. So I don't want them to do anything yeah, about that. They need to Let's erase that shame that could be uh, in front of them later yeah. today. I recommend scoring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know much about soccer, Paul, but I'm told. Yeah, Paul Carr, we'll talk, to you. we'll talk to you again Friday, Paul. Sounds good. My man, Paul Carr, everybody, at Paul Carr, C-A-R-R on Twitter. Mike Pritchard on football next. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At-